It's been cold at hunting in the last few days. Central heating's been in the blink, and it's been, well, a little cooler than normal. The drinks in the bar have been developing a little DIY ice, chipped apparently from the ceiling where icicles have been forming. The usual denizens of the station have been putting on a few extra layers and there have been reports of treacherous conditions in the corridors. Floor mopping guy is taken to patrol in the halls with a portable hairdryer alongside his mop and a bucket is full of grit to put down to prevent any zero-g magboot to black ice slippage incidents with commanders closely resembling a passing maglev train after failing to stop. In Hutton administration offices, we had to send out a moment's box spaniel search party after a snowdrift developed against one of the walls. Concerns were that the apology officer, that was me, was lost, proved to be well-founded after a tumbling box spaniel unearthed the rather blue and chattering Hutton radio presenter who was properly revived with swift application of deep-fried tunnock's tea cake. Oh, nice. Hot water bottle and a nice cup of hot chocolate. Back in the studio, wrapped up warm against the weather, and after blowing on their hands to get the circulation moving a little, this week's tech presses a button, and through the chattering teeth says... Our mics are live! It's cold outside! There's no kind of atmosphere. We're not alone. More or less. Let me fly far away from here. In second thoughts, it took us ages to actually get here. And Flossie's handed out some nice woolly jumpers, so how about we settle down and just do the news thing? Cone of shame? Not for Alvin. It's a fashion statement. Mental environmentalists descend on Zamka. It's time for 69. The too hot, too messy machine trundles on. War? What war? Fort Muck is the bastion of Muggery and stands undefeated. The highs and lows of Hutton Systems. There was mild concern amongst truckers in the last few days after Alvin was admitted to the infirmary and was being kept under observation. It appears that whilst his handler Snoz was conveying Alvin back to the orbital for an inspection, their executive transport came under attack by a marauding pirate after all those tasty treats. Alvin, never one to hide behind security systems, upon docking, noticed that the pirates had managed to secure landing pad 2 and promptly activated his collar-mounted remlock, exited the ship at speed via the steps and launched himself between the pads. The waiting Momus Bog Spaniel security detachment scrambled to keep up, but by the time they reached the pad, Alvin had already apprehended the pirates, torn holes in the seats of most of their flight suits, and had one pirate cornered by the refueling outlet, growling most menacingly. Unfortunately, a stray shot from a panicked pirate penetrated Alvin's protective suit and left him with a bit of a sore spot on one flank. Rumours are that on anyone else, it would have left a hole clean through, but Alvin's tough. Though he protested via his handler, Snoz, 
but he was fine and all he needed was a bit of a belly rub. And if no one minded very much, he would be very partial to a sausage or two. He was taken to the infirmary as a precautionary measure. Always one to be one step ahead of the bleeding edge of fashion, he chose a fetching new collar style for his recuperation period. Which has the added benefit of stopping people patting him on the head and saying, there, there, or biting at the damage to his flank, which he'd never do because he's such a good boy. Snoz is said to be coping well after the security incident and has undertaken to get some extra training in zero-g hand-to-hand combat operations from Rampage. Any reports about him saying silly hound under his breath are flatly denied. Anyone wanting to send well wishes, dog treats, get well soon cards or more dog treats can do so via the Hutton Sorting Office, Level 2 West Wing, near the Gin Distillery, where there's been a special postbox set up. Leowulf has increased security patrols around the orbital and any approaching truckers have been given carte blanche to turn any approaching pirates into bounties with extreme prejudice. And lasers. The Galactic Conference of Parties, or GCOP, get into full swing this week. Hosted over at Zamka Platform and Jaws Pantazis, it brings together representatives of various galactic powers, mining and technical corporations, and industries to discuss the problems of climate change. Back on Earth in the solar system before the days of interstellar travel, and given that we only occupied one world that we were in the business of ruining, this conference was important. With the advent of space travel, the dis- discovery of many thousands of Earth-like worlds, the speed at which we've populated and then polluted new worlds has accelerated tenfold, but not quite as quickly as the speed we've been able to terraform new ones. Which means that unless you're a local with no access to space travel, most of the problem gets swept under the carpet. There is a core of environmentalists, however, who feel that humanity has a duty not to ruin alien worlds, even if we stuck a flag in them and claim them as ours. Bertha Bergberg, activist, eco-warrior and regular RSD around the galaxy, gave what she felt was an inspiring talk about the exploitation of natural resources in other worlds, at which point the representative from the Empire sent in their personal protection team to cause a little trouble as they felt personally attacked regarding claims of their use of whole planets as their playground for digging up diamonds, gold and other precious metals purely for ostentatious purposes. Which, of course, is all actually true, but they don't like pushy eco-warriors shoving it down their throats in front of the cameras. A number of side meetings and resolutions are expected to be presented in some statistical analysis of space dust and whether the polluted space lanes are a direct result of the activities of one Alex Zuno in nearby Hazrez sites, as well as some space vacuum quality studies of the areas around the Titans, working out whether residual green cloud dissipation is affecting native life on planets. As is usual, we fully expect no consensus to be achieved, with the vast majority of those attending representing the kinds of political interests and industrial lobby groups that make loads of money out of exploitation of natural resources, but Hutton area at least. But Hutton are at least delighted to be playing host, not least of which as the location Zamka was a major refinery operation and showing off to all those companies can only be good for business. It has been suggested that a number of worlds in Hutton Space be designated factional green belt and preserved undeveloped where trees and wild grasslands can be protected. 
Rumours that it's because Alvin likes nice places for walkies are entirely untrue. Well, they're true. He does like walkies and trees, but it also, he also has a conscience and doesn't want the next generation of fucking truckers to grow up in the galaxy where they have to fly to Colonia to get away from the smog. Or live in an agri-dome. Week 69 of... Stop sniggering in the chat there. Week 69 of Too Hot Too Messy saw commanders collectively pass the 110,000 mug deliveries. Numbers are still good with a third bump a week of over 1,500 deliveries and the four-week average is still above 1,600. This week saw the 100,000th previously unvisited station added to the total from when we first started this madness and 60,000 of them are through Too Hot Too Messy. Commander Chicks has managed to rack up 20,000 deliveries, with Waller 81 in second, pushing 17,000, with them on third on 8,400. Well, it's a busy week for traffic to the orbital too, mostly from too hot, too messy commanders refilling their holds, and so Operation Smack is in effect. There are cones out and lanes closed all along the orbital ring road. Repair crews are filling in some potholes they found in the fabric of space-time. Instead, everyone seems to be taking a direct route to Hutton and stopping off for a pee break. My advice would be to take a small ship so you'll have a better chance of getting a landing pad quickly, otherwise you'll have to hold it in. Or you could just go in the airlock and flush it. But if the traffic wombles see you, then you'll get a 50 credit fine for yellow eye slittering. Below is a list of people you can pass the blame on to. Commander Palantir, Palantir, Palantir's been playing the game, really? Palantir? Well, I did actually see that Palantir's now got 52 mugs closely. Ooh, I think 21 is on 59 mugs, a bit closing in there. Anyway, Palantir did the hunt and run in one hour, 24 minutes, 22 seconds, which is the fastest this week and is not far. It's two minutes off the total anyway. Myopic Eagle 3 did it in one hour, 25 minutes, 5 seconds. Talkie Mouse, an hour, 25, 44. Norbert Patternoud, one hour, 26 minutes, 56 seconds. I think a pee break must have been involved in there. And Steve the red on one hour 27 minutes 15 seconds i think there were two pp breaks involved in that one and steve king last of this week's hot runners of one hour 28 minutes 19 seconds we are delighted to say that disaster has been averted over at fort mug Thanks to the sterling efforts of Hutton pilots, including Admiral King Hankey, Clone the Third, Edge 38, the Biscuitier Wing, and local forces from friendly factions. The initial assault on Fort Mug was repelled, and incoming forces were sent home with their tails between their legs. There may have been a bit of overdoing it a tad, as reports have been coming in. What we rather over, that we rather overshot the mark and having won the war, have increased influence in the system from a paltry 17 and a bit percent to the heavy heights of the 50s in a matter of 24 hours. Hutton administration have sent an urgent war there to everyone as without slamming the brakes on, it's entirely possible that Hot Call will enter an expansion state and then Admiral King Hanky Clone Third will need to go to one of the other fa- local factions with an apology letter for straying on their grass. As for the bad and responsible for all the trouble, no it isn't not bad the bad, 
There's been no sign of them since the conflict started, though we're pretty sure that his claims of being able to take any system he wanted and that Hutton hadn't got a clue how it all works were the kind of BS that makes roses grow nicely. The Hot Call team and Fred Federico from Fort Mug will be keeping a beady eye on things locally over the next few days and if there are any signs of trouble, the mug signal will be lit once again. In the meantime, thank you once again to Chuckers and their allies for stepping into the breach and for not failing, not falling in up to their chins. We promise that the breach will be filled in by the Pottle Prevention Team soon. Things are going through somewhat of a festive party vibe in Hutton Space this week, so expect little getting done through the hangovers, the unbridled sexual tension and general frivolity. There are six systems on Alvin's report, two of which are particularly low and just one needing a well-aimed truckly boot up the posterior. More on those stories coming up. 36 Ofiyuki is the bearer of the wooden spoon for three weeks in a row, again by a narrow margin of just two points. Losing nine points in the week, it managed to outplummet the next system by two whole points, coming to rest on 26. An election between third and fourth is locking up a third of influence, but that could be over in just a couple of days with a landslide for the Soul Workers' Party, which would catapult them into second. Ross671's influence trajectory has taken on a brick-like quality and it sank a further 7 points to land on 28, only outworsted by 36 of Yuki. The good news is that all the influence is on the table, but with a closely packed field just below us, it won't be long before the jockeying turns into squabbling and our room for upward manoeuvre becomes limited, so get in there now and boost Huck's fortunes. Recovering nicely until yesterday, Narenses had made a quick recovery from its recent war, but another squabble down the table has dragged it back onto Alvin's report on 34. Only 15% of system influence is tied up, so there's still spent plenty of scope to do a bit of boosting. Barnard's star dropped a point to 35, but despite the parlous state of the other factions, their influence is all up from for grabs, so let's kick them while they're down. Joining Barnard Star in 36 is hard to move Epsilon Indy, which lost three points in the week. Lastly, Hillpass Sai is bimbling along on 38. Civil unrest has broke out, broken out in Stein 2051, so if you fancy duffing up desperados, trifling with terrorists, or rousting some rebel rousers, head over and put a bit of stick about. At the overachieving end of the Hutton Systems table, we have seven of our systems above 60%, three of which are over 70. Priorities this week are, if you want to chuck something, boost Hutton in Ross 671. And if you want to shoot something, bring order to Stein 2051. There we are. Yeah, wow. That that was relatively seamless. Yeah. Rel- relatively. Yeah. Everything's relative. I mean, there was Except a few the little seams, but they were so small, you might have got away with them. Minute, minute they, were, they weren't seams. That was just um, what they called the nap of the cloth. <laughs> <laughs> that was just texture. Yeah. Texture. 
texture. Great, texture. nice restaurant, actually. Lovely restaurant in Portland texture. Square. Um, anyway, have we had a, a Frontier live stream this week? No, we haven't. I... <laughs> because it's been so long, I actually looked it up today. And mm. uh, the next one is scheduled for the 14th of December. Scheduled. So do more. Scheduled or scheduled. Scheduled or, or scheduled. Or <laughs> yes, or, or I'm talking. I might be talking skit. Anyway, um, 14th of December. It's currently scheduled. Yes. Um, there's no and, word at all. I, I remember. Say, no update on the update then? Well, I was just about to say um, the last live stream had as update 1701, I think it was, mm. um, scheduled for the end of November. We've heard nothing. So. The update on the update is there's well, no, there's update. no update. <laughs> <Correct>. <laughs> we have a green room this week. Oh, we do have a green room last week. That's very true. Yes, we had a br yes. brown room last week. Mm. Oh god, nasty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, why don't uh, Mia, you let everyone know what they need to do to get into the green room? Uh, you need to go into the green room and wait for us. Yeah, yeah. but where is the green room? <laughs> it's it's ts.forthemog.com.org.something.com. Uh, which, which yes, which is not a website. No, it's not a website. It's a TeamSpeak server is what it is. A TeamSpeak server. That's right. You yes. have to get TeamSpeak. You log into the server, ts.forthemog.com. And then jump into the green room. We yes. have an update on the update. Ooh. So, mm. Commander an update Vul on the update update. Uh, great. Uh, Commander Vulcarius has an update saying mm. that the update is unknown at the moment. So Oof. that's the update on the update, latest update. So the update oh, yeah. is that we don't know. Correct. Then wasn't, be wasn't, wasn't that where we were at the beginning? We didn't yeah, know. <laughs> oh, no, no. We've had, an, we've had, we had another had. update since then. Oh, but now it's official. It's official, <laughs> right. No, it's not. It's Vulcarius. It's definitely Volcarius maybe. Volcarius is pretty Vol official. Volcarius is official. No, he's not. Yeah. I trust Volcarius. Well, you? That was your first I mistake. Oh. I know. <laughs> I did look, but I couldn't see. You get yourself see. in some kind of trouble. I'm not going to look anymore. I'm just going to rely on Volcarius. Yeah. <laughs> I, I completely rely on Volcarius for all my update news. Hmm. Yeah, that explains a lot. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Most improved uh, inmate. <laughs> yes. So, um, anything else news. before we? Oh, da 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 Space news. Yeah. We uh, really need to get an intro for that. You might do. I I thought this um this perfect solar system story was I thought was the best space news of the week. Um. So the uh, the Tess. Um, telescope, or these from the acronym generated, the Transiting Exoplanet Survey Satellite, and uh, the European Space Agency's KEOPS um, satellites have spotted a solar system. It's only about 100 light years away. And I think we should start this by if Volcarius can find this system in the game for us, it's HD 110067. It's what, it's what NASA call it anyway. I don't know what Frontier call it. Um, but we'd like to know Volcarius is 100 light years away and it has got six Neptune-sized planets in it. And, and all the planets have, have sort of gone into harmonics. So from the evidence, they, the scientists at 
NASA and ESA have surmised that this solar system is basically untouched since it formed, and it formed 12 billion years ago. As we know, that's, that's a fairly large portion of the age of the universe. Yeah, 13.8 billion for the age of the universe, isn't it? Well, plus or, At the minus, moment. plus or minus a few million years, yeah. Yeah. So, it's old. Given, given that yes. it, it took life on Earth sort of yeah. 3 billion years to get out of short pants, um, this thing is bit, I mean, all right, the Neptune-sized yeah. planet, so it's unlike it, but they could have satellites that we can't detect yet. What kind of, what kind of star is it? Does it say what kind of uh, class it is? If it's been burning for 12 billion years, I would think. Well, it's likely to be a red dwarf. If yeah, I was thinking uh, that red or a brown dwarf. Yeah. Um, anyway, there's a, there's, a, there's a musical piece coming up in a second, but um, there's, a, there, there's a chance, given that these things have been around so long, that they've, uh, they could harbour some kind of life somewhere. Somehow. What I thought was really cool with this is yeah. because the planets have gone into this sort of harmonic, it's a bit like Jupiter and Saturn, you know, in a five to two harmonic. Um, they they added sort of a tune to each planet, and you get sort of a little Philip Glass style um, composition. Do you, can you can you press the button? Yes, of course. It, will it will it work? Should do. Oh look at that! It's only 33 seconds long. Uh, yes, El, El Psycho says no results in the gal map. No, but most things have two names. So... No, uh, El Psycho's got the right uh, designation there. Um, Volcarius. But what you tend to find is you have to go into one of the university cataloging sites and then work back and find it. Because none of, very few of the, the designations. That's, is it just me, or is that have we seen that image before? Uh, probably. They they'll pull out. Um, it's the one that we took made fun out of because it's a yeah. red star with white shining white light on a <laughs> blue planet. <laughs> yeah. But then showing red light on the other side <clears> of the <throat> blue planet. Yeah. Well, it is the BBC. Yes. Know, it says, it says NASA in the corner. No, I know, but the BBC is the story, so. On the story, so they were just pulled an old graphic up from last week. <laughs> Uneducated heathens. Yes, how BBC. Very well, what do you expect from Oxbridge? <laughs> A little bit more than that, really. <laughs> <clears throat> so anyway, uh, you can you can do all the tit and fart stories now, and well, I mean, right, well, you know. There's no tits and no farts in the stories this well, week. I, I see the word nothing. beaver and Before chocolate. we move on to the yeah. next story, i just got to say, Little Grey said uh, he's talking to a music producer about in regards to the Space News theme. Ooh. Is it Tether Hall? Oh. Now, 
I, I don't know about you lot, but I think we should disregard the other <laughs> space news and talk about that for a bit. Is it dynamic and exciting? Well, it's going to be difficult. <clears throat> Let, let's let's if he's let's assume Little Grey's going to come in the uh, green room later. He can tell us all about it. Yeah, rather than actually, that's a really good idea. Type it into the chat. Right, hold that thought, Little Grey. Mm. Yeah, and it's got to right. be better than that music you just heard. <laughs> well, actually, it could be based on that music. It could be that music. Um, it could be a remix so, of that no, music. I, I, I couldn't listen to that every week. Yeah. It'd just be that music. <laughs> so anyway, yes. Firefly have launched a crybaby coffee can satellite. Firefly? Yeah. So, um, a Firefly Air, No, Firefly Aerospace. Uh. Uh, I've got this thing. It's um, scheduled for December. And it's a Lockheed Martin satellite thing is a an electronically steerable antenna payload i don't know what this is about uh, it's a small satellite the company say that they're going to launch it it's small satellite 300 pounds so yeah 140 130 kilos it's pretty heavy it's a bit he- heavy as a big person shaped um, like a box shaped like a box it looks like a washing machine um, Without the I, cover, I don't know what I don't know how an electronically steerable antenna works, but anyway, so uh, apparently it was integrated on a Terran orbital nebula bus. Whatever those are, they don't have moving parts and generate can generate multiple beams simultaneously. Nice and growing demand for broadband communication applications. <laughs> so if you're on the plane and you're using the the Wi-Fi. These things will be providing your your Wi-Fi signal via satellite, so that's quite interesting. Hmm. Um, uh, they're going to calibrate it, turn the antenna, turn the antenna faster than it's been possible before. Great. Uh, specifically designed for mission speed and space applications. Um, so they're going to question. Some... Yes. Did you pre-read this, or are you just reading it now? <laughs> I'm kind of reading it now. I did have a pre-read. I did have you a pre-read don't as well. say. Well, get this. They're going to launch. They've got other launches, including Pony Express 2, to demonstrate mesh networking across satellites. Again, whatever the fuck that means. Um, and a tactical... And back, wish, true wish, to form... True I to wish form, Radio Lockheed 4 Martin, was a bit more like this. Lockheed Martin, true to form, tactical satellite, which will demonstrate... On-orbit processing, intelligence, surveillance, and reconnaissance. So they're, you know, they're steering themselves back towards a kind of weapons of war kind of thing. So, you know when you, yeah. when you go to a meeting or a conference and somebody just reads the slide on the screen and you want to... You know these assholes, aren't they going to read that? You, you want to throw whatever, <laughs> like your iPad or your phone or your shoe, whatever you've got to hand, yeah, you just well, want to throw it out. I'm over the internet and you can't do that. Unless it's um, Chris Whitty, of course, and then you want him to say, next slide, please. Yes, yes, I think next slide, please. Yes. Speaking um, of next, so yeah, they put they put this wee box up. It's uh, it's an aerial. You get you can fire a beam up, and that can fire a beam out in a different direction or multiple beams. Is it like a, um, it's a square aerial then? Uh, oh, it's it's a cubic aerial. Can I cubi- so a cubicle? We, we can get can we get like football and stuff on on this and, or on the it? plane? Yeah, if you're on the plane, it can send a lot I, of football. I don't do planes. Oh well, that's it. You don't need it then. Oh, right. Well, a dumb story then. <laughs> it's it's yeah. not it's Which, not relevant to chicks, so it's no, useless. No, it's <laughs> terrible. But look at it. 
Where, it looks, where like, it looks like a f- in, like somebody's taken the skin off a fridge and stuck a solar panel on it. Yeah, I, would, I would have said it's more akin to a washing machine with the skin off, but yeah. That looks like a cash machine on the top. Because <laughs> you're stuck. Because <laughs> you're caught short in space and need a fiver for a taxi home. Um, this next article, am I... This I'm has glad got you said that. Full moon and a flash of beaver. Are we going in uh, the right direction here? Yeah. So, I, I refer to my earlier point. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there are, there is this no actually Space parts. News? Hold on. Yeah. Oh, wow, it is. It's on, it's on space.com. Full beaver moon. Wow, so it's okay. More than a, oh, yeah, more than a flash of beaver. That. You get to see the whole beaver. <laughs> well, you did. You might have two nights ago. Yeah. Oh, are we late? Oh. Well, it's, it's, still it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's very visible tonight. Yeah, it was. And I wanted to see Beaver. You can still see Beaver. You wouldn't see the whole Beaver, but you would definitely get a flash of it. That's why I said a flash of Beaver. <laughs> have a look out your window, you'll see it. I don't. I have no idea why it's called a Beaver Moon. Yeah, because that's November. Yeah, what's that going to mean, Beaver? Oh, Beavers are retreating into their dens for the winter, it says. So they looked at the sky and they went. That's the November full moon, guys. Everybody inside? It, it's a little bit early for me, the, the big yeah. building to my left's in the way. But I can see Jupiter. Yeah. Anyway, beavers don't live in dens. They live in lodges, don't they? Travel lodges. No, beaver lodges. I think they're more premier in sort of animals no. myself. Is it just me, or has that image been photo-manipulated to make the moon look a lot bigger than it actually is? I don't know. That's a plane in front of it. The bottom right hand corner. Well, it depends. If An aerial plane. If you um, if you take them a very then, long yeah. lens, you can get a nice big moon like that. I get a nice picture of it a few nights ago. But they often just, just they often put my phone on a tripod and take a picture at the window. <laughs> it's not as clear as that, but yeah, it'll look pretty big when I zoomed it up. But yeah, there's a there's an aeroplane in front of you there, down in the bottom right. <clears throat> I can't even work out whether the sea. I think that's. Yeah, it was a bit, a bit of grit over the sea of tranquility. I've scraped it off, it's fine. But uh, yeah, so there you are. Yeah. All oh, the beavers are getting into hibernation. Well, I must admit, it's the longest beaver gag we've had for in a while, so. We don't yeah. get much beaver. You speak for yourself. <laughs> oh, it <was> Alcatraz. <laughs> it's Walter Wall beavers right here. <laughs> So, um, next up... You know, it, do you, know, do you, know, you can always tell when a beaver's been around. Because um, the, the trees look like little pencils sticking out the ground. Mm. They, when they, yeah, well, they, when they fell trees, they... Sorry, I was oh, expecting a joke. I was expecting a joke, yeah. No, no this is we space should... news, not... <laughs> we should have been better. Tit and fart news. No, it's beaver news. Farts. That was beaver news. We're on chopper news now. A hunt chopper. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, sorry. This page wouldn't... not found. Oh, <laughs> they they took it away. Excellent. I found the page. That's definitely um, a scene. <clears throat> so they're, they're, they're building the next uh, generation of Ingenuity helicopters um, because the 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 wee one on Mars was so successful. They were like, get us more of those. Um. So it looks like they're updating it. They're doing like a, a different kind of setup with the rotors and things like that, and it looks like it might be bigger. Um, but I know the the guy who was actually flying it had bought a wee logbook, like, you know, like pilots use for for their planes and things like that. 
they bought one of them and they thought, oh, this will be fun. I'll put a couple of the entries in and we can store it away and all that. And I think he's on his second or third logbook now because they thought they would get about two flights out of this thing and then it would just die and break. And that hasn't happened. And they've been able to fly it a lot longer and a lot further than, than they ever expected to. Hmm. So they're, um, yeah, so they're, they're making the next generation of them to go, well, probably to Mars, you know. Well, not, yeah, they're not going to fly to Mars, yeah. It's... No, it's not going to fly to Mars on, <laughs> under its own power. It's going really? to fly to Mars, just that's, not under its own power. It, it, it'll be battery. taken to Mars, and then it'll yeah. be allowed to fly within the atmosphere of Mars. Wait a minute, oh, Mars yeah. does... They're it, going to send one to, there's, is it one of Jupiter's moons or Saturn's moons? It's got a proper thick atmosphere. They reckon it'll be great to fly oh, in it. It was Titan. I was going to say, Titan. Titan. Saturn. Yeah. Mars doesn't have much of an atmosphere, does it? No, it doesn't. It's cold outside as well. It's mm. one of the it's one of the challenges is that the atmosphere is so thin that the blades have to spin really, really quickly to get any lift, and it has to be very light. Right. Sorry, challenge accepted. They're engineers. Come on. Yeah, they've done it. Yeah, no, it's yeah. it's been a. But if they go. A, it's been a flyaway success. Well, one of the things that we're talking about for Titan as well is something like a, a dirigible. You can mm. just send it there and just inflate it and let it float about and things yeah. like that. But, but possibly a helicopter design as well. Mm. Well, I knew mm. it is bloody cold on Titan, so... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, frozen mm. methane lakes and things like that. Isn't yeah. It? Mm. yeah. The, uh... Was it Mare Kraken? What the, they've named on the lakes. Um... Little Grey says, LOL, Red Dwarf reference. Uh, did I'm guessing you didn't catch the intro, Little Grey. <laughs> yeah, the first two minutes of the show. <laughs> oh, well. Well, that, well, that worked. Yep, yeah, let's try yeah. harder. Do we have a word of the week? Oh, word of the week, shit, back to the script. Yes, we do have a word of the week. Word There's of the a week. script? Where? Yeah. There's a script? Uh, word of the week is... Fay, and what does Fae, that mean? Fae, an expression of outrage, fury, or repulsion. And can you use it in a sentence, please? I certainly can. Fay shouted Flossie when she saw the state of Cubicle Three. That could do with a bit of bleach and some blue loo. Fay. There you go. For, and for Volcarius, the word is on the screen. Yes, in the news Fae. headline. Shouldn't that be pie? For your convenience. No, no, I checked the spell, I checked the pronunciation guide in the book. Now that, that was not a sound effect. That was not a sound effect. Well, it was. It wasn't generated. Didn't come up with the soundboards. I pressed no buttons. Yeah. An expression of outrage. What did you do then? Yeah. It was definitely repulsion. Oh, excuse me, hang on a minute. <laughs> you saying it was Flossie? <laughs> one, one who smelt it, dealt it. <laughs> oh, it was Flossie then. Anyway. Why do, <laughs> why he has a cheeky sword, isn't he? Why do you think I'm sitting here in a Remlock? <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were sitting there with a Remlock. Anyway. Oh, God. Anyway, what do you call an anteater with a sister called Beth? Jeff. Reginald. Yes. Jeff the Aardvark. Well done. Aardvark. 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 Oh, my God. Flossie, are you ready? Uh, yes. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Let's do nice. this. 
do this. It's flashing. It's flashing. It's flashing. It's flashing. And the community goes. Hello, Flossie here with this week's CG News. Uh, there were no new CGs last week, so nothing there. Uh, this week we have two new CGs. Nakato Kane Delivery Initiative in Tyanisla and Protect Deliveries in Tyanisla. Councillor Nakato Kane has requested deliveries to the Tyanisla system in protest against the Anti Xeno Defence Pact. Pilots are asked to deliver shipments of hazardous environment suits, microcontrollers, and titanium to Brett High. The campaign was personally arranged by Councillor Nakato Kane, the representative for Tyanisla in the Alliance Assembly. Speaking to the Old World's Gazette, Kane stated, I aim to prove that the Alliance's military fleet is not as dependent upon serious cooperation as many believe. This campaign demonstrates our capability to stockpile vital resources for the Alliance Defence Force. And we have plenty of researchers, mechanics and manufacturers ready to develop our own defences against the Thargoids. It's clear to me that Lee Yong-Rui never intended to honour his anti-Xeno commitments. I've seen evidence of serious negotiating favourable contracts Tracks with allied tech and military corporations, their special access to the alliance's markets, plus the endorsement of our Prime Minister, have provided them with unfair leverage. The true cost of the pact has yet to be revealed, but you can bet that allied citizens will pay the price while Cyrus's profits soar. As an extra incentive for participants, Lacon Spaceways has agreed to offer discounts on Allied Anti-Xeno vessels if the campaign ends successfully. The discounts will be based on the campaign tier reached. Tier 1, 10% discount on Chieftain. Tier 2, 10% discount on Challenger. Tier 3, 10% discount on Crusader. And Tier 4, 20% discount on the Alliance Chieftain, Challenger and Crusader. These rewards are inclusive but not cumulative, as the potential 20% discount would replace the 10% offered at lower tiers. The discounted price will be available at Tiernis Le Shipyards only. Discounts will be available until 21st of December. The Alliance Rapid Reaction Corps, which is hosting the initiative, will protect participants by redeeming bounty vouchers for the destruction of any wanted ships. The campaign begins on the 30th of November, will run for one week, and if the final target is met early and planned, the campaign will end immediately. To earn rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before delivering hazardous environment suits, microcontrollers and titanium, or handing in bounty vouchers to Brett High in the Tionisla system. 
Only Bounty vouches handed in after signing up will count towards your personal contribution total. Bounty vouchers must have been awarded by either the system's controlling faction or the major faction aligned with the system controller. And that's it for this week's CG News. And now we go over to Beetlejuice and Witherspoon for the Galnet News Digest. Galnet News Digest, 30th of November 3309. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, President-elect Winters promises the Federation a zombie apocalypse. And some cheap anti-Zeno ships are on offer from LACOM, if enough people show their displeasure for Sirius. President-elect Felicia Winters plans to create a zombie apocalypse in the Federation, according to Vox Galactica correspondent Jade Sunderland. Tens of thousands of Federal citizens have been rescued from the Thargoid Titans, along with many more from Imperial, Alliance and Independent systems. All returnees have been kept under strict but comfortable quarantine since their rescue due to concerns about what changes might have been made to them while kept captive aboard the eight Thargoid Titan hive ships. If the Thargoid's plan is to infect humanity with the equivalent of the mycoid virus, then those rescued from the hive ships would be ideal carriers of the plague. Or perhaps they have been hypnotised with a wake word used by the Thargoids to turn them into a fifth column of Thargoid-controlled zombie fighters to attack humanity's infrastructure from within. Distinct physiological effects on the former captives as a result of their prolonged imprisonment have been noted by physicians, including Dr Zoe Tarantia of Comadino Medipure. Consequently, no one can claim the returnees are unaffected by their time in captivity. Concern has been growing about the amount of space in secure hospitals taken up by those rescued from the Titans. But only President-elect Winters is reported to have plans to release the Thargoid Titan returnees into the community. Releasing these patients will be opening a Pandora's box. Once they have had direct physical contact with other Federal citizens, who can say what terrible disease may rip through the population? Who can say with any certainty that we will not be confronted by a horde of zombie fighters with caustic goop running down their faces and that we won't have to fight for our lives? President Winters risks catastrophe if she follows through with this plan. Councillor Nakaso Kane is offering rewards for helping the Alliance prove it can manage without the Sirius Corporation. Kane is a stiff opponent of the Prime Minister's Defence Pact with the Sirius Corporation, a pact that has cost the Alliance dearly in return for almost no benefit. Her protest, in her own Tionisla system, 
is intended to demonstrate that the Alliance doesn't need Sirius's rather ineffectual supply of spare parts and upgrades. Kane has asked pilots to deliver hazardous environment suits, microcontrollers and titanium to Brett High, where they'll be stockpiled for use by the Alliance Defence Force. Councillor Kane asserts that Sirius is using the Defence Pact to get unfair access to Alliance markets, while failing to deliver any direct defence capability against the Thargoids. The Sirius Corporation has notably not lost a single megaship in the war against the Thargoids, having been very careful to always remain one system distant from any fighting. Prime Minister Mann has not commented on Councillor Kane's publicity stunt, but his office reminded journalists that a review of the Defence Pact is underway, and that its findings should not be prejudged. Kane initially planned to offer 5% and 10% discounts on some of Lacon's anti-Xeno ships as a reward for a successful outcome for her campaign. But following an outcry that equal discounts are already available at Lacon Spaceways Central in Alioth and at Jameson Memorial in Shinrata Desra, and that the Sirius Corporation offers more generous discounts on all ships, she's increased the potential rewards with up to 20% off the purchase price of the Alliance Chieftain, Challenger and Crusader at all shipyards in Tionisla if the campaign goes well for the two weeks following its conclusion. A lower purchase price means a lower rebuy, so if you're light in the wallet department, or if you really don't like Sirius muscling in on Alliance space, then head on over to Tianisla and either deliver those goods or turn in some bounties. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to. Jude and Weatherspoon. So next up, we have the green room. We do have the green room. Mm. Is anybody in the green room? We have Volcarius, Aiden, and Little Grey in the green room. Awesome! Shall we bring them down to the on-air room? Yeah, let's just drag them in here. Yeah, let's just drag them down here. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let me do that now. Dex has warmed up these farts. There we go. Hiya! Hello! Hello. <laughs> don't all reply at once. Yeah, don't. <laughs> oh, well, if you must. Oh, no, there he is. There they are. Oh, for the mug. For the mug. Um, the mug. For so, the mug. <laughs> Volcarius, can you do your magic thingy? Um, no. <laughs> Does Jim have your magic you thingy? Mean, We're talking about the scheduler for who talks to who. Yeah, the Volcarius's magic thingy. We may just have to wing it. <laughs> Jesus, let's not wing it. I could. I can't really be asked to do it though. Just wing it. All right, just. Wing oh, fair it. enough. Yeah. Okay, winging it we are. Okie dokie. Who wants to go first then? Uh, I'll go first. Who okay. Anyone you want to. Uh, 
can't see the list. Hold on a second. Who's at the start of the list? We've got Volcarius, Aiden, and Little Grey. Oh, Volcarius is right in at the front there. Right, Volcarius, what have you been up to? Any spy, <laughs> any spy on news this week? Uh, yeah, it's been a bit of a crazy month for that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Oh, I'd say speaking I'm... of monthlies, congratulations on the most improved inmate this month. Oh, for Christ. Look, this is the kind of... Uh, look. <laughs> <laughs> I I could have sent oh, you an update fee! this week. <laughs> exactly. I, I could have sent you an update this week, but I yes. thought you weren't really... You, you don't really take anything I've put seriously. So I went for... We take it all seriously. It's in the news, you know. And some of it's in the credits. Yeah. Mm. I mean, the hard part for me is translating it from Green Crayon. <clears throat> this, this, is, this is what I mean, you see. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it... tit and fart news. There were no tits or farts. There'll be tits and farts next week. Anyway, um, you yeah, carry it, on. It's been it, it's been a fairly crazy month. I, I'd say I'm, I'm I'd say I'm both quanked and ram ramfeasled. I bet you. Whatever, whatever the difference between those words, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. This, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I, I remember both words. I don't remember anything about the difference between them. But yeah, so you, yeah, it, um, it, go on. It's been it's been all go with these uh, these spires, then, hasn't it? Yeah, um, I did tell you we were going to drop Tyrannis. Uh, yes. So. Uh, yeah, uh, Frontier may have been may, they might have been fudging the spire difficulty a bit on oh, us, but, but we yeah. did it. But we did yeah, it. yeah. I know. I said it. It would be a couple of weeks. It was three yeah. in the end. Um, yeah. But that was what suspected yeah. interference from the gods. Yeah. Well, so the um, <clears throat> with the with journal uh, reports of what's the the actual like the over completion. Yes. Um, it was absolutely crazy before. So like so uh, on the on the week prior to that. Tyrannis was like at two hundred percent, Indra at three hundred percent. And part of the problem, uh, the like when so Frontier looked at that and said, "Oh well, let's just scale it down." They calculated it. I'm quite sure they probably did it perfectly. Yeah. Um, but the uh, of course the thing is, commanders also see that and they also respond to that and they thought, mm -hmm. "Oh well, we're too many here. Let's go and redistribute elsewhere and <laughs> screw everything up." <laughs> Um, I don't blame anyone though. So. No, no. Um, um, yeah, so it it did take a lot of commanders in the end. They increased it yeah. twice. Um, so the uh, but yeah, absolutely massive turnout at the spires in the terrace. Yeah. Um, also, everyone keeping the alerts away while we were prefer preparing those the, the sort of the final fifteen percent payloads, as we've been calling them. Mm. I Hang suppose. What, what, what does all this mean? Oh, uh, well, what is all what? So which thing in particular? Well, that last five minutes. Of they've, co what? they've cornered the maelstrom. Okay. Oh, right. okay. So, so uh, I'll uh, I rewind a bit. So, you, spires. You, you also have to take into account Chicks is not usually here on on a green room day. Oh, uh, this would be his first I, one in yeah, a while. That's true. He hasn't been... Yeah, that's true. Um, I haven't missed a green room all year. <laughs> well, the the green room <laughs> missed this... you. It's this myth that uh, Amelia peddles from time to time that I don't do green rooms. <laughs> and I've been at every single one this year. Because the last one was in November as well, on the 2nd. That was a year ago. <laughs> no, 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 it was the it was four it, weeks the ago. last one was postponed a week. Wasn't I it? said at the time we were going to have two in November, and this is the 2nd. Um, yeah, so, so, so anyway, what's, going on, what, yeah. What, what's, what's going on with all this fake stuff? Fake news is better than tit and fart news, anyway. <laughs> Go on. 
is um, so the spires. If you hit the spire sites, by which yeah. we mean kills, authorist kills at the spire, presumably interceptor kills when they come in, and uh, and sabotage missions, which you can get from from the mega ships. Yep. It progresses the outermost ten systems. The galaxy map's a little bit cryptic here. It says peripheral systems, but it means the outermost ten. And it gives you a percentage progress, so not nor like not normal actions, which are against the strength of the system. It's a percentage. So it, it, and are it these really systems matter. that are controlled by the Tharg or something? It's controlled or alert. And technically, we don't know invasion because there weren't any at the time, but presumably invasion as well. Right. So the it it, it's, it helps all of those systems, like the the out of ten. Um. So and that does actually create a bit of a strategic game, um, where you we you have to kind of manage which ten are going to be the outermost next week by paying attention to the who's who's attacking whom. So. Hmm. Um, yeah, so that's what that does. Uh, that per- that percentage is what moves the really really strong systems, um, and um, alerts. Yeah, though that's when a control system attacks one of our system, it places an alert there, uh, which of course increases the number of systems, uh, moves the periphery out, and keeping them all. We need them kept away while we're doing the attack. Um, so as always, thank you, Post Disaster Evacuation Service and Operation Ida. It's been brilliant. Or is it IDA? I think we've established it's IDA. It's not all cap. It's only the I's capital. <laughs> Unless it actually is IDA. My my anti IDA would disagree. And um, this week, um, despite Frontier also increasing the system strengths as well, just just last week in fact. Um, so the previous increases were the Spire difficulty they've now also upped the system difficulty as well of course they have um, <laughs> like the um, unpopulated alerts went up at 150 percent in some places um, but the uh, despite that we've got ligong maelstrom down to its last view now oh it's in the same position tyrannus was when it yeah. got executed pretty much <laughs> and uh, ligong ligong's easier and arguably should have been done first. Um, but either way, uh, all we need is commanders to hit those spires, um, the Ligong spires. Um, one of them, uh, one of them's at Ariat Sector YE-RB4-3. Um, the other one's easier to remember. It's HIP 9180. <laughs> so those two. Um, doesn't matter which you use. You can whichever has more commanders. Uh, then um, whenever that's done, this week, next week, no rush. As um, soon as the spies are clear, we'll take care of the final strikes. Nice. So, if you like, on behalf of Imperial Navy Intervention and Rescue, we've got you covered. Well, <laughs> I mean, unless you're Frontier <laughs> fudging the numbers again. And, and yeah, in which case... have you covered, no... but yeah. an attempt will be made. <laughs> if yeah. they're fudging the numbers, <laughs> nobody's got anybody covered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that sounds, that sounds uh, very frontier. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, electron. Uh, you asked about electronically steerable antennas. Yes. They basically have a load of little, uh, load of little feeds on them, and if you change the uh, how much how much watts you send to each one, you can change the shape of the uh, of the beam. This is your and, day. Um, this is your day job, isn't 
it, uh, it, it's adjacent to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that yeah. is true. Okay. Uh, we're kind of, we 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 um, manufacture the receiving end of said beam. But in any case, uh, uh, the sorts of things you can do with that. Um, yes, you can steer it into a different direction, but even better than that, uh, which the article didn't tell you, is you can change the shape of the of the the energy lobe. You can match the shape of a country, for example. Ooh, so you could say so, something. So you just... can, yeah, yeah. You you can you can send a signal that Japan can receive and Korea can't, for example. Yeah. Is this that's, sort of that's... narrow spot and wide spot? It's it's like having lots of little spots, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very interesting. Thanks for that. Yeah, that's, but... I understand a lot better now. Exciting stuff. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hope this uh, everything bodes well this week and uh, for that uh, for Ligon. It's going to be Ligon. Um, there's a pun for you, pun for you to use. Yes. Oh, we Ligon. can't. No, we do that. No, can't make. Don't know. No, doesn't. No, can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't work for for Liger or Tygon. It's it's as if it's half lion and half lion. <laughs> we had G in uh, the middle. <laughs> no, 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 Ligon, as in it's gone. It's it's disappeared. Yeah. Oh, oh, you've no, ruined think, it. You've was, ruined it now. You had to I explain it. Of, I was thinking of Ligers and Tygons. <laughs> you know what they say about all the best jokes. <laughs> Not on no, the can, show. No, can, no, can you explain? <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Do you want to cut your losses? Is it time? Uh, well, unless you want a fake story. Oh, if you get a fake story, send it. Don't, don't waste it. No, 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 the no, no, it doesn't work if I send it. I have to say it. All right, okay, carry on. I walked up to the bar to order a sort of Doc and Doris. Just yes. a small one so we don't tope enough to go crapulous. Yes. And some scaramouche blatteroon was causing a kerfuffle and fying a load of humbuggery about not being a sting bum and getting a proper one. Oh no. Well, it turned <laughs> out that he, he just gets Wamblecroft off one drop, so his so called vodka was just a double lemonade and water. No, oh, right. you probably spewed that up shouting Gardy Lou. I, no? love, uh. I love uh, I love how you bring the all the all the, all the This is this is weeks and weeks and weeks of study. Has accumulated to pu- to produce this perfect <laughs> story. It's like mul- yet, multi-concentrated I, I nonsense. And yet, I still don't really know how to use peristeronic, and I don't think I've ever used prickmadainty. <laughs> that was a relief. <laughs> oh, that that tackled Flossie. <laughs> <laughs> so, so actually, actually, no, prickmadainty to actually. Well, Prickmadainty describes Flossie very well. It's an overly nice person. Yes. Aww. Uh, yeah. I, I might use Snolly Ghosters next week. I've seen it printed. Oh, that's a. I would ask you. See, if I ask you what it means, it'll become Grimalkin, like an extra yeah. one that yeah. wasn't the actual word of the week. So. Yeah, it's actually it's printed on the front of the actual book. Um, so I might just look that one up and use that next week. Yeah, let's uh, do that. But yeah, uh, in any case, um, so I, I thought you'd like to hear about the uh, what we're doing. Yes, that's that's so, fantastic. Uh, Thank you very much. Well, it all sounded yeah, very interesting. Uh, I'm just none the wiser. <laughs> I am, and I've only been following it through Volcarius's updates. I told you, Volcarius's right, updates. So they, it's, it's just completely so what happened? So it, it, we're we're running the ty- we're running the maelstroms out of systems, and when they got none left, they, that means they can't attack anymore. 
So they just, at the moment they just sit there and be the titans in a big cloud. <laughs> but the uh, not being able to attack anymore that takes a lot of burden off of a lot of commanders. So. Yeah, I've read up in Snowy Gloucester. I'm using that next week. Or Smatch It, I'm not sure yet. Bob anyway. Smatch It. I yeah, better quit before he reads the whole book, so... <laughs> yeah. Thank you all for the show. Hail the Empress for the bug. For all the mug. Chicks, do you want to go next? Uh, I'll do the next one. Okay. Who are you going to pick to talk to? Because I'm likely to get interdicted. I don't know. I'll, uh, Aiden. I'll, uh, who's, uh, who's on the list? Aiden, I'll do Aiden. or Little Grey? do Little Grey. All right. Flossie, do you want to do Little Grey? Uh, yeah, kind of. But I do have a question for Little Grey. All right. And then you then uh, you can bombard him with all the questions you like. Little Grey, you there? Am I, am I doing that now? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if chicks are going for Right, okay. Hello, Little Grey. How have you been? Hello, are you there? I'm here. What? Oh, there you are. How How's your uh, time been? How are we doing? Hello? How are you doing? Hang on. hang on, hang on. We seem to be suffering some technical difficulties. Yeah. Please stand by. Am I the only one that you need a high pitch whining in my left ear? Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I've got. I'm going to get some of Volcaris' special medicine. Okay, um, Chicks, you go with, um, talk to Aiden first because Little Grey's having a little bit of technical difficulty. Yeah, I've just, uh, I've just got docking permission, so it's unlikely I'm gonna, anything's gonna happen. I will keep an ear out for scavs. Commander Aiden, how are you, sir? Oh, he's, not, he's not there either. <laughs> oh, there he is. There's a little, little pale blue sign of life. Well... No, I was just going with the uh, dramatic pause. Yeah. yeah. It's not as good as my dramatic pause. <laughs> big claws, are they? Big, big and hairy. Well, I'm not going to, you know, I have no need to be in a competition about pauses. Are you on, uh, are you on push to talk? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Are you having coordination problems? <laughs> no, I just use a different button in in TeamSpeak than I do for everything else. Yeah. But so no, what have you been up to? Um, well, last week I uh, last weekend I was down in southwest Britain, hmm. um, and I saw a uh, I saw uh, I actually saw an overlight. Oh yes, yeah. Um... Was he? Uh... Every photograph, every picture I see of uh, of Overlight is either at a rock concert or drinking something evil-looking. That's or the one where he was unconscious. <laughs> exactly. It was after. Well, I I caught up with him the day after him and uh, him and. Mrs. And Mrs. O uh, had been off day drinking, mm. so uh, 
and well the the night before before um, I I'd been off at the wider department Christmas do so I think both of us were just generally going we'll just have large amounts of food and, mm -hmm. but yeah so that was good um, the GWR well thank you very much for paying for half of my half of my uh, yeah we've we've just had there. one of those so yeah um, I got a Wednesday yeah I got 35 you know I got half my uh, well I got mm. the cost of my uh, outbound ticket back just make you wonder how they make any money <laughs> yeah I have no idea it's almost like a gamble isn't it it's like we'll bet you your fare which we've inflated to cover our potential losses and we'll bet you that we won't have to pay you any of it back and if you're late and your your evening is in disarray you've won yeah well nice. i mean it did actually work out in in our favor in that i arrived uh bristol temple meets five minutes before <clears throat> before he did so i went well Box of this, I'm not gonna schlep over to the, you know, get and get mm. lost <laughs> on the way on the way to my hotel when I have somebody who has worked in the area and knows it quite well to provide guidance. Yeah, I was in. It was about this time last year. I was in North Britain, and the train we were on was cancelled. Um, so we, it was all in chaos and disarray, and the, there was a strike and the weather and all the rest of it. So I was going from uh, Glasgow Central, and we got on an earlier train, and then we got a full refund, even though we arrived in London before the train we were booked on should have got there. So it was like, yes, win. Yeah. Very and there were two so. additional carriages being put on, which had no reservations, and nobody was in them. It's brilliant. Probably should do better. more of this. Yeah. Is that the time you met me for coffee? Yeah. And we watched. We watched the street artists. No, it was the, that was the previous time, but it was ah. um, the uh, the time where I said oh, I'm going to be early and I won't be able to. Yeah. Um, meet up with you. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, don't really make any money anyway. But yeah, have so have you been Other playing in the in the universe at all in the galaxy? Um. Well, after last week's. Uh, show, I I went. Ooh, there's there's some shooting to be done. I shall go and shoot things. I think I saw you come online a few days ago, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Last. Yeah. Well, it was Thursday <clears throat> last week. Mm. Uh, oh right. Okay. So I and uh, I and Carth went off and shot a lot of things and mm. ended up catching the last uh, combat zone before the the war ended. In Narnia. In, in, in Narnia, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was over fairly quickly after the show. Yep. Uh, both yes. Carth and I got uh, Scott. You know, we finished the combat zone, sent off for our uh, our shuttles, and they didn't turn up. No. So, oh, you're on a ground combat zone. Yep. Yeah. We were. We were. Um, Going generally, just going. Oh, should we just blow things up? Well, yes. We have, you know, we have Grade Five rocket launchers. Of course, we're going to blow things up. Four. I even saw that uh, Palantir had come on online this week. I was slightly amazed. That's good grief. I think that's twice this year. 
Mind you, it's still it's, it's only November. Yes. Well, I don't know. Maybe he just needs to get some cobwebs off of the uh, off of off of his joystick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I love I mean, the uncomfortable silence that came right after that comment. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't getting involved. Mm. I, I was just. I was. Yeah, we know. Hey, we, we, we know what you were just in. Uh, you know, <laughs> the the equipment to use to play his game. Mm. Oh, right. Know. Of course, of course. Yeah, we knew that. Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, everybody. You know, need something. You know, where you can put hands on your throttle and your stick. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. especially when you're playing elite. So, yeah, it's yeah, perfectly natural. Perfectly natural. Mm -hmm. But other than that, not really been doing much. Um, yeah. Realistically, um, for the mug for me. For the mug. For that mug. Uh, little Grey, are you ready? Come on, Little Grey, must I... be. He's a tech yes. guy. He's a tech Yay. guy. I am. There you hey. go. I found that's, that's why nothing works. Push to talk button. <laughs> 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 okay, then. So. You mean you're just I'll... pressing every button on the keyboard? Or do you mean that you actually reprogrammed the push to no. talk? No, no, I am. Um... Being a heathen, and I am on my mobile uh, because I couldn't be bothered to turn on my computer, which suggests <laughs> I have been too lazy to play it, or rather, I've just had a bit of a break this month, so I've not really played a lot at all. So you but mean the, you uh, turned CG... it off, but you were too lazy to turn it back on again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and some to solution. prevent kind of... Yeah, it's broken, so if I don't turn it on, it's not, not broken. Yeah. <laughs> So, oh, yeah. so what, yeah, what have you been doing then? Uh, preparing for Christmas? Actually, I've just remembered I need to turn on a 3D Ooh, crumbs, printer. Do I have to do that? <laughs> yeah, uh, apparently. I've not done anything. Is anybody going to admit to having up a Christmas tree yet? Nope. Oh, I don't know. Not yet. Not. No. Don't, don't do it in November. Excellent. Don't do it when you've got a cat in the house. Well, I mean, we, we have purchased a stocking, uh, you know, one of those little sock things that you hang above the fireplace for Mooncake that's pink and it says, My First Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to fill it with presents. And Yay. how does this keep the cat off the tree? Oh, it doesn't. We don't We don't have a tree yet. We've got to get one. Well, you have no <laughs> cat. It's possibly a bad <laughs> it's idea. A, it's going to be definitely going to be one of those fake trees, not a real one. And it's definitely going to be one of those ones that's a bit more sturdier. Anyway, this is not about me or Mooncake or no. Christmas. It's about no. Little Grey. Flossie yeah. was talking to Little Grey. Who has a Christmas tree in a bag out of the loft <laughs> as of today, because tomorrow is the first and the children insist. But it's the first tomorrow. It's December. We must put up the Christmas tree. That's a whole month of <laughs> Christmas decorations you go through. Maybe more if you keep them it's up over whole, a year. A whole month. And as I was whinging at Blossom uh, before, actually, the 12 days of Christmas are from Christmas and then 12 days until Epiphany. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's a month of Christmas and another week. 
think Christmas yeah. goes for the start of December wow. right through until February. It's Christmas <laughs> season. Well, it's like bonfire night starts in September these days. Oh, no, it, gen- it genuinely is. In medieval times, I think it went right the way through. It was like months and months was Christmas. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I, I couldn't handle that. Do or go on for no, a very no, long time. I think it was quite low-key, to be honest, but yeah. Flossie, don't forget to ask Little Grey about the music. Oh, yeah. Oh, Little Grey, about the music. <laughs> I don't know what music would mean. I think, did Flossie, did you forget? Um, so, there's a bit of a long-winded story to this, so bear with me. But, basically, as you may or may not know, the sound gear that I borrowed for the Elite Community Meet was borrowed from my local church. And we have a new guy doing some sort of discipleship course. And he's come over from the Netherlands. But he's a, he's a music producer. So I sort of sidled up to him one day. Do you do jingles? Hmm. So yeah, he's he's interested in doing it. Um, so, so we're going to get a Dutch well, gospel no space news theme. That sounds cool. Oh, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I suspect it might be more electronic than gospel. I mean, I could try and throw electronic no, gospel no, no. spaceship. Electronic would be into... fine. <laughs> um, if, if we're on par with the uh, the, the flossy themes, I think we'll be well away. Um, oh yeah. Or I'm half tempted to say to him, "Hey, why don't you just get all of the samples of the voices of them singing the space news and sort of budge it together and see what happens?" That would be pretty cool. Oh, you could do it. You could do it like the beginning of the Star Trek song. All of us going, did it, did it, did it, did Yeah. Do you know, I heard that on Radio 2 the other week. I was like, the hell's happened? Damn it. It's made it to Radio 2, you know? It's old when it's on Radio 2. It yeah. goes down to 2. <laughs> it goes all the way up to 6. Really? Wow. I didn't know it and went past 4. Nets. I mean, yes. <laughs> I'm not sure if we're being sarcastic or, or genuine. <laughs> no, genuinely, I did not know it went over four. <laughs> you can always tell we're being sarcastic. I'll yeah. move. Radio 5 is like a sporty one, isn't it? I don't know. I know Ra- Radio 5 uh, Extra is Test Match Special. That's what you yeah, need to know. Yeah, that sounds a bit right. We're getting off topic here. We were talking we're about... We're off topic, yes. Yeah. Stop we're, making them. We were talking about Dutch gospel... <laughs> I I know that Val, Val I keep getting your name wrong Valkarius 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 Anyway, vaguely various was saying so, Valkarius <laughs> So it, it's an A rather than a U at the start <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah Yes, that's true Um Otherwise, it would be cu- curious. I was oh, going to say, you curious. can look on your screen, uh, but since your screen's pressed against your ear, you won't, unless you can see out your ear. Bulk curious. I mean, well, you I, know. I've got headphones on, but I was 
but you, you, were, you were saying <laughs> you were saying little gray what do you know oh about your your you keep mentioning that you have an idea for a theme tune so yeah i mean maybe yeah. we can take the approach of doing it like the flossy community goals and having a few options to yeah, uh, yeah. seduce and impress the listeners <laughs> Yeah, the uh, well, <clears throat> it wouldn't really do it justice to describe what I had in mind. Um, arpeggiated synth, it kind of starts a little bit mellow. Um, then it has this uh, thing, which I I can't really, definitely can't describe. And um, then it would be what I'm going to do is record my voice and then uh, deepen it using whatever software I can find to do so. Um, then. And an absolutely unnecessary amount of panning left and right, so it goes like space news, space news. I like the sound of that. <laughs> On Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. You can exactly if you imagine like the sort of shock rock crappy radio uh, with a bit of sci-fi type synth in the background. Pew pew. Oh, Re- retro sci-fi synth. That's exactly what it means. I was thinking, so <laughs> the, ty- the type of ombre, uh, if you imagine like the, the tunes in Mass Effect, it would be that kind of, um, this, that sort of synth. Okay. Is now a good time I to really liked... I haven't played Mass Effect. Oh, well... No, it's not. <laughs> see, I, I, I was a Mass Effect uh, devotee, you might say. I yes. waited all the years between each release of the game, and I was so sorely disappointed um, with the ending of Mass Effect Three that I I now boycott Bioware. Uh, I, I recently Mass Effect Three. So <laughs> <laughs> Mass Effect Three of... has the best soundtrack. Of like the... uh, yeah. Um, well, I was thinking of like the the galaxy map theme from the first one. Oh yeah, yeah. It's nice. I... And you cannot tell me that the the soundtrack, you know, the Normandy Reborn soundtrack, and that video is anything other than warship porn. <laughs> the, the the soundtrack on Mass Effect Three. It doesn't matter what song it is. It gives me goosebumps every time I listen to it, and brings me sadness because of what they did to it when when EA took over Bioware right at the end of Mass Effect Three, which is what ha- why what happened why the I stuff happened. Did. Yeah, I did struggle a bit with, with Mass Effect 3 first just because it was a full-on war, you know, but it, it got good, was the thing. Um, but 2 was good. I started playing it 2 and went back and played 1. I still say it's one of the best stories ever told in a in a game. Oh, yeah, it's a lot going on there. And a lot of different paths and things carrying across from one game to the next. It's just a oh, shame yeah. that, the, that they did what they did. Yeah. Yeah, I, I recently yeah. got the Legendary Edition to play through it all because everyone said, oh, they've added this, they've added that, they've changed this, and you'll be much happier, and, you know, no, they haven't. Isn't it, it, Legendary Edition, do they just go on, like, Mod DB and just get the high-definition te- textures? Pretty much. Um, you you play Mass Effect 1, and it's, it looks a little better than the original, but it doesn't. it still doesn't have the graphics and effects that was in the old Mass Effect 3 because it was made from a different era. So it's basically they just put 4K textures. I mean, not even that. I don't even think there were 4K textures. 
they just they upped the resolution a bit is about is about all they did um and it came in a snazzy box with the word legendary yeah. on it <laughs> you know, legendary hawks yes. on the back is it is it a bit like waterproof anything that comes with waterproof written on it isn't yeah pretty much mm, yeah I, 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 to be honest the only reason i picked it up was because they it was on on sale at the time and i went okay so yeah i've got a massive love hate relationship with it i love the game i think the story is awesome the gameplay is fantastic um everything ticks all the boxes except mm. The ending for three, yeah. Which well, yeah, there will be no, there will be no, you know. But you got to remember no that B or C ending. No, we got RGB instead. That that was like I don't know what six years of my life waiting for each game to come out and playing them over and over and over. You know, <laughs> I've not even played that latest one that took them about seven years to come up with. So many people told me it was crap, and I just never played it. And uh, Andromeda is not crap it's right. not it's not brilliant yeah but, but it's, not, it's not shit good i might give it a go at some point then it's yeah i mean the problem is that it it was a it's the first game after the you know after mass effect 3 yeah and b they tried to do a lot of they got they, i think this was the first they were they were trying to do with the frostbite engine, so they and that, trying to figure out how to work that fucked them because that took an age. So they couldn't actually spend enough time building the bloody game. Yeah, but that, you know it had some good bits in it. The the antagonists are actually oh dear fucking god ooh when you actually find out about yeah what okay. they do. Uh, and they've got a couple of good characters. I mean, there's one that I wanted to throttle, but <laughs> there's a, there's another one that I went, no, you... I think the one you wanted to throttle was the Asari. Of course not. I would never want to throttle the Asari. <laughs> right. No, okay. I, I, I'd stand off and hit and um, stand off and fire and fire a cane at them, just to be yes. sure. Fair enough. That that was actually one of the things I did so love about Mass Effect Two was the cane, because <laughs> you know, big badder boom, really. Yeah. I yeah. played Mass Effect. I played Mass Effect. It, it was essentially you were you were shooting a, a miniature nuclear missile yeah. out of a gun, and you only got yeah. like one or two shots out of it, but it would literally annihilate everything, including yes. bosses. It, Oh, was that in, wasn't that in Fallout? No, that that was in Mass Effect. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're a Thresher more. Okay. <laughs> well, I have I have a cane. I yeah, I think you charged must... one as well. I think you were supposed to fire it at things like um, at things like uh, Reapers and things, weren't you? Um... Supposed to fire it right up into the middle. Oh, right at the end, maybe. Yeah. But... Largely, to be honest, at the end, I was trying. Uh, I was one certainly in one most of my games. It's been I was wandering around with uh, a fully uprated uh, widow with armor-piercing ammo on it, and going, "Okay, 
I will get a couple of shots off and you're going and this is going to hurt you a lot. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember what weapons I used. It's been so long. I played through the entire game without using any weapons, using um you know a sonic. Yeah. I'm going to say Gale. <laughs> Did you say uh, using biotic, a sonic? Psionic. You know, um. Oh, I can't biotic. remember. Adept. They call biotic. it biotic. Biotic, biotic that's, that's it. it. Yeah. Like I, always, I, 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 I wouldn't have remembered it, but only for the antibiotic joke. Yeah, I was about to no. do that. Just, thanks. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, chicks. We, we, um, could, we could try have a go at the uncle biotic joke, but that probably doesn't no, work now. Right, so. right. Anyway, no, it doesn't. Yeah. Hey, um, why did the uh, why was the why was the Krogan thrown out of the bar? Jeff, um, why was the what? Why was the Krogan thrown out of the bar? I don't know. Why was the Krogan thrown out of the bar? Because he wrecks the place. Oh God. Oh. Right. Now, see, no. for anyone who doesn't or hasn't played Mass Effect, <laughs> they've got that, no you. clue. Don't let that don't get it. <laughs> I, I've got my hand in the air. Yeah. I played Mass Effect 3 multiplayer for about two years, two and a half years. Oh, the multiplayer for Mass Effect 3 was, at, was really good fun. Yeah. They stopped Especially it in, when... in the Legendary Edition. Yeah. Yeah, but especially when they brought in the uh, the Krogan characters that you could play. Especially the Battlemaster. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember them now. <coughs> I like the, uh, the big, the, the Gethy you could play. Oh, there was, there's you could a play a proper, you could play a Geth Prime. Yeah. That I was, was partial was my... to a Quarian Engineer. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <sighs> but, but no, I... I just, I tended to go to, it was, I, it was in the latter stages, the Geth Juggernaut <coughs> or the Krogan Warlord. Because one, you, you Basically, you couldn't. It was really hard to kill you off. Yeah. Or two, you just w- walked up to people and hit them with a massive fucking hammer. I used to do um, solo with the the Geth Juggernaut because you'd put all these things on these these things that sat on his shoulder that I think gave him extra armor and things like that. Oh yeah. And then you stuffed it up his damage, his melee damage, and then. What I'd do is take a shotgun with a um, thing on it that did like 25% extra damage, and you could just grab things and kill them immediately. <laughs> and the uh, the the banshees couldn't pick you up because you were yeah. too big. <laughs> so just for the record, Woolies has just said evening. All been a while. Hope you all you wonderful truckers ah. are well. Mug. Hello, Woolies. Evening, ages, Woolies. <laughs> Anyway, um, little anyway. grey. <laughs> we got a bit off topic there. We're on yeah. Mass Effect oh, yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. So, so the, po- the point was the 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 uh, electronic sounds I was planning to use would be like the Mass Effect soundtrack. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was the best deviation ever. That was great. <laughs> we have been known to ramble a bit on this show, and usually off topic. No, I was... always. I can change the. Uh, the soundtrack excellenceness. If we wanted to go down that route, excellenceness and trans transistor and Hades. The soundtracks for those are just phenomenal, <clears throat> like completely independently listenable. Well, if you like the music in Mass Effect, I, I don't see how we can judge your musical taste. I think uh, whatever you decide. Will well, I be... can't. I cannot say. Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> it's an unknown. I, I haven't played it. And it's another one of those games that if I played it, Elite would suffer because of the amount of time I fear it may suck out of already limited time existence. See, I know exactly how you feel. I have about a dozen games on the go at the moment, which means limited time for each. Um, if anybody has worked out how to uh, play Elite in fits and starts, do let me know because I am um, not a manager. I do that. I only play, uh, yeah, I only play Elite in, in dribs and drabs. Usually it, it's um, when there's an, a Hutton event on. Um, there's an event on now. No, like, you know, um, if we're all going to take a look at a Thargoid thing or something un underground, or if we're all going to do a race somewhere, because I did a race. Um, I can't remember. Oh, no. There's a lot of idea about race. There's a few events coming up, isn't there? But next month. for general play, I, I generally, I, I don't just log in and, at least I haven't in a while. Normally these days, I, I generally just log in when there's something happening or somebody wants me there. You know? Yeah. I only log in once I, a week. I have a, a proposal for a, an idea. I, I would need help getting it off of the ground or people can run with it if I'm unavailable. The Hutton Orbital Triathlon. Hmm. So mm. I don't know if there's anywhere suitable for this. But there's probably would... loads of places suitable. You just have to pick one. <laughs> you'd have to do something like you'd park up your SRV somewhere and you would have to run from wherever you, it's decided, run to your SRV. You'd then have to drive around a city or something, and then you would have to get into your ship and then fly the uh, 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 an assigned course or something like that. So you probably that's need like checkpoints. That, that's like Le Monde, but twice. That's, you know how they run into the cars? It's oh, like yeah. doing, doing that, but then after the car, you run to your ship in the car. It's like doing it twice. Yeah. Well, it's, instead of running and then swimming and then cycling, it's running, then driving, then flying. Um, and you could add a pew pew aspect into it as well if you wanted to go down the the Winter Olympics biathlon. <laughs> I don't know how you'd do that. Yeah. Yeah, you could you could have an, an actual race to. Yeah, that would work. There are a few events coming up over the next few Saturdays, isn't there? What is that? Yeah, what's coming up? Um, let me just check a thing. Go to our page events. Because uh... I avoid Facebook. Mostly. Oh, right. Yeah, in fact, it's a tr they're actually calling it a triathlon. There's three triathlons uh, on the 9th, 16th and 23rd of December. Yeah, yeah but they the be Contact Rincewind about that. He's uh, Rincewind Cumry. He's apparently doing it. So I take your bike. That will be a good event. <laughs> so yeah, if you have a look on that... Facebook, there's three events on there. You know, I know well, a lot go. of people Clearly who don't use Facebook. Idea. I wonder no, if I don't there's. Know why. I wonder if there's <laughs> a way we could, um, you know, get that information out without, you know, to all the people who don't rely on, you know, like. Maybe, yeah, people don't use Facebook. Yeah, maybe we could ask like a radio station to broadcast it or something. Yeah. There, there's the Frontier mm. Forum, if that helps. <laughs> I never look on the Frontier Forum. That's the only one yeah. you use. Discord. 
I don't do forums. Too much salt on forums usually. Well, not that bad. Of information, of information and salt. Hmm. Yeah. Although I normally hide in like the Thargoid water head, so. I'm losing the CG. <laughs> anyway, Little Grey. Yeah, I, I think great, I probably, <laughs> unless you want me to uh, tell you what I've been doing during the radio show, making a Christmas tree themed costume, well I say costume, it's two bits of cardboard cut out like a Christmas tree with gaffer tape stripes <laughs> on it, that's going to be my, <laughs> and, um, but the theme is Christmas, Christmas? or three, <laughs> Christmas three or both. And I've decided to go dyslexic and go as a Christmas three right. tree. <laughs> <laughs> However, oh, God. this this gets worse. I have taken the word three and written it down and then crossed out the letter R instead of H because suddenly I can't spell it. <laughs> it's a Christmas V. Well, mm. uh, yeah, Christmas. The, it, the unto Christmas, Christmas unto time. thee. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So, I'm, Christmas, I'm say, comma, um, the. Uh, for, the, for the mog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Wise choice. For the mog. Yeah. For the mug. <laughs> So um, that just leaves the radio presenters, and we can do this really quick by saying, uh, I'm all right, Mia, you all right? I'm all right. For the mug. Oh, so I don't want to be quick. You don't want to be quick. Have you got stuff to say, Flossie? Now you've put on this spot. <laughs> no, my up, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Flossie, down. how have you been? What have you been up to? Well, um, I helped out in Fort Mug. I did some ground combat. Oh, nice. Uh, I tried to get some better gear for it and taxied around various bases. And at one point when I was leaving a station with some rings, the taxi driver made nine attempts to jump to Eoprocal Centauri. Nine attempts? Which was, on, which was on the wrong side of the planet. He kept crashing into the rings. <laughs> God. Uh, so <laughs> I thought I was there for the night. Well, um, finally jumped successfully after after I'd offered to take over and advise him <laughs> to steer away from the rings. <laughs> anyway. Did how you long tell him well, I wouldn't go this, I wouldn't go that well, way this time of night. How long does it take to, to initiate nine jumps? It's about one a minute, I think, so about ten minutes. Well, that's <laughs> not that long, it's, It seemed a lot longer. <laughs> I, don't go, I don't go south of the rings this time of night. <laughs> I thought I was going to have to go for stuck recovery. <laughs> anyway, he managed to get away in the end. Um, Done a bit of Warcraft. Apex taxis then. Hmm. What's that? Can you no, take can't. control of the? No, I Apex. can't. No. no, I was just joking. In, I just typed in chat. <laughs> See, no, ev everyone else went with it. the story. <laughs> <laughs> I was hopeful yeah. then. I was, getting, I, was, I was just typing in the local chat and said, do you want me to take over? <laughs> yeah, so anyway, finally got away. From, uh, did some Warcraft as well. Have you been enjoying catching... the 19th anniversary? Oh, yes, yeah. Been catching up some of the lower levels. Mm -hmm. Level 50s. Good way to do that is the, good way to do that is the daily quest in the Caverns of Time. 
you just sit them there every day, log them in, do a quest, get a massive boost of XP, and then log them out and do the next doing, one. Doing what? Well, there's a quest in the Caverns of Time. Ah, yeah, but these are in the Caverns of Oh, Caverns of Time. No, that's not. I thought you meant up in thingy. But it's, it's from caverns the... Caverns of Time. That's, yeah, I know what you mean. From now, the yeah. 19th anniversary. I've got like 50 characters on World of Warcraft. So, and yeah. a lot of them aren't level 70. There's only like, I don't know, six or seven that are level 70. So during the um, the 19th, you know, the anniversary <coughs> each year, I will send them all down to the Caverns of Time, plonk them right in front of this daily quest thing, because all you have to do is answer a lore question, which is super easy. Oh, right. So log oh, them in, right. answer the lore question. If, <laughs> if you're below level 10, you get a whole level just by doing that one quest, because it's such a boost in XP. Right. Log them out, and then do the next one. And then I do all 50 characters. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and I do that every day. While oh, the wow. While the... Um, Events. I thought it was bad enough do, doing all my couches in here on the 12 hours of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it, it doesn't take long. You know, no. when, you, when you're just doing that one quest and it's a super easy quest where you just answer a question, log in, answer a question, take the XP, log, log out. out. <laughs> and you do that mm. like 50 times, it only takes, I don't know, an hour? Not even that? Yeah. Mm. I'll have to have a look at that, yeah. And Other than that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've had uh, mods last few days. Oh no, <laughs> what's wrong? No, oh, it's just a uh, bad cold, you know. Oh no. Are uh, you dosed fact, up? I was, so, I was so bad yesterday, I didn't even go out for my usual Wednesday night out. No. So I must have been bad. <laughs> Do you have a, a slow cooker? A slow cooker, yes. Well, Get... we've, got a, we've got a ninja that does slow cooking as well as everything else. Get yeah. about um, <laughs> four lemons, yeah. Uh huh. Um, about half a cup of honey. Um, oh, what was the recipe again? Half a cup of honey, four lemons. Um, oh crap! Do, 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 do. Space <laughs> kitchen. All the stuff you normally, all the stuff you normally take for, um, you know, honey and lemon. Honey yeah. and lemon, yeah. And bung it into a crock pot, fill it with water, and then just leave it on during the course of the day. No whiskey. Mm -hmm. And what it does right. is it, 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 the steam goes through your house oh, and you can just, diffuser. yeah, and you can just <laughs> take a cup of it whenever you like as well. And it's like a hot uh -huh. lemony honey drink. Oh, nice. Uh -huh. yeah, very oh, nice. Well. Oh, look at that. <laughs> ginger wine and whiskey. Ginger, that was mm, it. It's got a, a chunk oh, of, ginger, put a chunk yeah, of ginger yeah. in it. Honey. Yeah. Lemons. But what, a whole, what, a whole bowl? No, like a, a one root of ginger, yeah? Take the skin off, bung ginger. it in the pot. Take yeah. about four lemons, give them a squeeze, bung them in the pot. Um, yeah. Take about half a cup of honey, bung it in the pot, then just fill it up with water. And not only do you have a soothing drink throughout the day for your nose and throat and everything, but also it, it actually, it's like, it works like an atomizer where it just steams your house a little. All right. Oh, we're getting up of that. <laughs> you, just, you just put it in the um, crock pot on low oh, and nice. leave the lid off. Right. Oh. Okay. I'll have a think about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why do I have a Thank feeling you. this is going to end up in the credits at some point? <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, then well, that's it for me. So, for the mug. For the mug. Chicks, you got anything to say? No. For no. the mug. For the mug. Well, I guess I guess that's it. Um, that's it. Yeah. So, 
Anyone want to do the klaxon? I did the last thing. Any, anyone else? <laughs> I can't this time. Well, I'll do it again this week then. Yeah, do it again this week. Okay. <clears throat> you ready? La, 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 la. Yeah. Yes. Oh, a big thank you to all of our listener. <laughs> for, your patience, for your patience. Patience, time, understanding. Um, we'll probably see you next week, hopefully. Um, in the meantime... For the mug! For that mug. For that mug. No journey too long and no cargo too small. The profit margins never really mattered at all. We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We'll take anything, anytime, anywhere. That's the end of the show. 
everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too? Seamless.